Welcome to Live, Life Inspired Views for Every Day. My name is Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul. Mirrors, this will be the 87th time since I began producing this podcast that you will hear me encourage you to put something on your bathroom mirror. Today, I want to focus on what we see in the reflection of that mirror. I recently read in a posting of the Daily Stoic, which comes to my email every morning, that perhaps mirrors are there for us to see our face and remind us of the passage of time. Wow. Some of us have seen the wrinkles propagate the face we see reflected in the mirror over time, and some of us scrutinize the pimples emerging to bring horror to the thought of facing people throughout the day who might just judge us because of our blemish. Whatever the age, the mirror is usually a constant reminder of who we are becoming or wish we might be. For years, I have quoted Holly Brubach, who said, By the time you're 50, you have the face you deserve. After five decades of smiling, scowling, frowning, or laughing, we have etched on our face something that tells the world a great deal about who we are. Wow, that was a, that was a wow. What is most frequently etched on your face? A frown, a scowl, a a smile, or tears running down your cheeks with laughter. As you think about it, which do you wish was etched there? Or which are you thankful is there? Habits of being. We can always edit them. If you are of an age when you look back and wish you could have lived differently, then listen to this story. And if I've told it before, (laughs) listen again. There was a woman whose grown daughter always begged her to come and see the famous daffodil garden nearby her home. The mother always found an excuse not to make the trip. One day, she decided to appease her daughter. But when she got there, she said that after driving all that way in the rain, she wanted to stay in and just play with her grandchildren. The daughter resigned to her wishes and asked if she would just take her to the local mechanic so that she could fetch her car. Following her daughter's directions, the woman suddenly turned to her daughter and said, We're not going to the mechanic's garage, are we? (laughs) No, we aren't, said her daughter. They soon arrived at a wooded area and parked near a sign that said, To the Daffodil Garden. They followed the path that led them to the top of the hill. When they got there, they peered down and the mother caught her breath. There before them, lay a cascade of daffodils of every yellow cream and golden hue spewing down the mountainside like yellow paint covering the land. The mother queried, who made this? The daughter told her, it was an old woman who lived nearby. She led her toward the house. They came to a sign that said, answers to everything you've been wanting to ask. Number one, 687 thousand bulbs. Number two, started 40 years ago. Number three, by one woman, two hands, two feet, and very little brain. The mother looked at her daughter and said, just think if I had started something amazing 40 years ago, what I could have done. The daughter looked at her mother and said simply, well, start tomorrow. Hmm. No matter what our age, we can continue to become. 
just as the woman that my friend Anna Hamburger Reed saw listening to a speaker at Holden Village in Washington State years ago. What impressed Anna was that the woman was over 90 years old and still feverishly taking notes while listening to the speaker. Well, I want to be like that. If you are not looking back on decades of your life gone by, but looking forward into a new career as many of my graduate students in school counseling might be doing, you might look into the mirror and think, am I impressive enough to make someone notice me for what I do or am, or think that I might have something to contribute? If you are looking forward to years of becoming, in your mirror, who do you see in your background, influencing you, encouraging you, teaching you, Brooke Hamp wisely wrote, Surround yourself with risk takers, storytellers, creators, truth seekers, artists, adventurers, and dream makers, but mostly surround yourself with the people who draw that same magic out of you. Whether you are looking at a small window of life in which to start planting a mountainside of daffodils or a big window of time in which you can do that, the message is the same for both of you. Start tomorrow. The two words that destroy possibilities are someday. Mary Oliver so brilliantly reminds us how to be in her poem, When Death Comes. She wrote, When it's over, I don't want to wonder if I have made of my life something particular and real. I don't want to find myself sighing and frightened or full of argument. I don't want to end up simply having visited this world. This week on your bathroom mirror, write, what will I start tomorrow? And then write your answer. Hmm. Join me next Monday for Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. I'm Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul.